episode 154 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. Looking for a themed cake? They will make any type of cake you're looking for. Maybe somebody is a poker fan. Maybe she likes her uh, Louis Vuitton purses. They can make one. One that looks absolutely real as part of the cake. Check them out at lesdelicesLafrenet.com. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace. Here we go. Just a couple of days away from Christmas. Yeah, I still say Merry Christmas. That's, that's what you're going to keep getting from me. None of this happy holidays, even though I hope you do have a happy holiday season. But it's a Merry Christmas and it always will be. <laughs> now, no one's going to cancel me now. But all that is in the rear view mirror and objects appear closer than they actually are. Okay, maybe I should uh, be on guard still. No, never on guard on the Drive-By Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. I was just reminiscing as... I pushed record to start this podcast. I was trying to remember Christmases from the past. Do you remember growing up? Maybe it was the 70s. Maybe it was the 80s. Maybe the 90s. Uh, maybe you grew up last decade. But I'm talking mostly here to the people that grew up during an era, during a time when you would celebrate Christmas. And it felt like the most magical time in your life. I go back to Christmases of the past. And we had our tree. And we had our presepio, which was, you know, the manger with uh, Jesus and baby Jesus being Italian. And uh, Mary and Joseph under the, you know, with the sheep. And my, my grandmother would go all out with the Christmas lights around the manger. It was a big deal. That was the spirit of Christmas and then opening up the gifts and thinking right up until I think I was, I was a late bloomer in everything. Eight, nine years old, maybe even 10, when my sister blurted out that, you know, the thing you find out at some point that is not real, <laughs> just in case somebody's in the car listening to this podcast or something. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fake breasts. You know, when you find out that somebody that has the, uh, exactly. Nice recovery, Frank. Uh, no problem. Uh, I think you're following me. So when I found out, I was devastated. I was like, what do you mean? It's a fake? It's not a real boob? No? From, from then on, my Christmases were never as innocent again. They were spoiled forever because of my sister. Rosa, thank you very much. But I look back at those moments of celebration, and we were living in a very small apartment in an area where you know lots of Italians lived in especially in the 70s 80s but back then were a lot of italians in my neighborhood so uh, we grew up in a small apartment and literally it was my mom and dad my sister myself and my grandmother five people in a very small apartment that was a two-bedroom very small two-bedroom uh, with a long i remember a long hallway but we would always cram literally 20 people sometimes even more my entire family aunts uncles my dad's sisters and his you know, his brother-in-laws my uncles kids running all over the place in this small apartment and to me 
this was Christmas. And I remember playing games and card games. And one thing that I, I look back at and reminisce about is that they had like this just spread of endless food during the Christmas holidays. And not only the food, but there were like, there was alcohol and drinks all over the place. And we never tried to drink the booze or the alcohol. We didn't. We didn't. We just wanted our toys. We wanted to hang out with our cousins and play those toys. And I remember my grandmother making eel and, and like the eel was in the bathtub and then she had to strangle or cut the eel out of heads off or head off, whatever. The lobsters she'd put in the boiling pot and you'd hear them squirming and, and squeaking and screaming. It was sad, okay? It was sad. It was um, a slaughterhouse in there. And not only that, but smoke in the air. This is the way we grew up. All the uncles, my dad was a big smoker. I remember he smoked. Remember the, I don't even know if they still exist, Rothman King Size. These were the most brutal of cigarettes. It's shocking to me my dad lived as long as he did, considering how many cigarettes he consumed. The Rothman King Size cigarettes were the absolute worst. And I think my uncle smoked the Export A, the green pack of Export A's, you know, that they'd put on um, a lot of Quebecois, a lot of locals would put on their shoulder. Like they just have a, a pack of smokes and they like literally lift their shirt and put it right on the side of, um, on top of their shoulder, right by their neck. You know what I mean? This was the era and smoke and like steam from the lobster and the food and the aromas in the apartment and the smoke, they'd be smoking right there with us. Now smoke rises, yes, so we were on the floor playing with our cars or village people, whatever the heck we were playing and the smoke was rising towards the ceiling. This is the generation I grew up in. And the reason why I mention all this is because we were not a snowflake generation. When we cut ourselves, when we got hurt, and I used to get hurt all the time, fell off of bikes. I got a car backed into me once. I, I cut, I think I got 36 stitches. I mentioned once during our first snowstorm back in the second grade where I was bleeding profusely and I thought... My tubular vein was gone. Not that I knew what a tubular vein was, but uh, rushed to the hospital on a, a city bus. This is how we grew up. We grew up in a generation where you had to be tough. We drank from hoses. You know all the memes that say, you know, all those creative memes on Instagram saying, I did this and I grew up like this. And I go, yeah, I, I really did. And it's no surprise to me that my immune system has battled everything and and more, okay, and more. And anyone listening to this that, uh, in their 40s right now, 50s, even 30s, you battled a lot of, um, how, how would I, I put it, uh, just dangers <laughs> around you if you grew up in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Even before that, forget it, even more. Even more. We had to go to school. I had to go to school. I had to walk to school. My dad never drove me. Ever. I don't ever remember my dad driving me to school. We had to walk. And it was at least 10 blocks. I think it was eight blocks. Eight long, long blocks to the school. I remember. And I had the key. And there were like pedos all over the place. But I mean, first of all, more than ever, you just don't hear about them as much anymore until they get caught. But back in the day, they were literally like these, these predators were everywhere. Never mind the, the show on NBC. They were everywhere. They were on, they were baseball coaches. They were hockey coaches. They were, and I'm not saying they don't exist now. You still have to watch your children. But back then, 
They were everywhere. And we had, think about this, a chain. I had a rope around my neck with my house key with all these stalkers and weirdos and predators all over the place. This is how we grew up. This is what we were made of. And I'm proud to say that my generation has stood the test of time. And we were really strong. We were not snowflakes. We were not driven everywhere. Now... Whether it's the boomers or Generation X, my generation or the boomers, the one slightly older, or even the, the older millennials, but especially my generation. And I don't have kids, so who am I to criticize? But I'm going to make a critical statement of my generation, which I have, I think, several times on this podcast. We have trained a generation of kids now because maybe we grew up that way. We grew up hard, okay? I have a brick wall right behind me. We would smash our heads into brick walls. I'm telling you, we had bumps like the Plains of Abraham. We had war paint all over us, but we survived. And I think it's our generation, because we were treated like that, because we were mostly ignored by our parents. (laughs) Here, take the key, wrap it around your neck, walk to school, right? That's why this generation now, these generations of parents are bringing up their kids and they're so soft. They drive them everywhere. They pick them up. And, you know, like Frank, we never, I always hear, yeah, but Frank, you know, like we never had this. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. We had to fend for ourselves. We had to get on buses. Imagine that. We had to take public transportation. Never mind. We had to actually be pedestrians and walk everywhere we went. And so now all these parents, they drive their kids around. The kids expect. And that's why these generations coming up now are weak. They're just weak. They, they hit a wall. They, ah, victim, victim mentality when it comes to everything. I'm proud to be part of my generation. But my generation has made some missteps with their own kids. You need to toughen up these kids. If I had kids right now, I'm telling you. I've talked to people who say, oh, Frank, you have no idea because you don't have kids. So you don't know what you would do. You would probably coddle them. and pro- No, you have no idea who you're dealing with here. I wouldn't. I would treat my kids like my children, not my best friends. There's a time, I remember my dad became a friend of mine later in life. Before, guess what he was? My dad. But then when he realized everything I said, I set out to do was accomplished or at least on the way to being accomplished and everything that I had completed in my life in terms of goals I told him I would achieve, he started to realize that and he became less of a father figure and more of a friend. My dad and I, in his last 10 years, 15 years, we were more like buddies. We were more like friends. He'd call me on the phone, check up, see how I was doing. Of course, as a father, but he, you know, we talk about hockey. We talk about soccer. We became friends. But growing up, my dad wasn't my friend. Oh, no. He was my dad. And we never questioned. If I ever even questioned my mom on anything, if I ever answered my mom, I'm telling you the look, I mean, how I never got a punch in the face <laughs> or in the head during that generation when many people did. I always used to say my dad used to come close. He, you know, if if I was a target of his slippers, those slippers always missed me by an inch or less. They, I used to feel the wind of the slipper going right by me. A lot of other kids got belted literally, but you know, the, the parents would take out the belt and, and the can of whoop ass would come out. My dad never did. You know why? Because I feared my dad. 
and not because he was a bad guy. I feared him because he gave me that look. Like, if you fuck around, I'm going to kill you. I mean, that was the fear we had. It and, and never did we cross that line. And if ever I came close to crossing that line, then my dad would have to scare the, the bejesus out of me, basically. But it never came to that point. I'm glad to say that, that my dad, it never got to that point. I always feared him. Now, like any parent, spankings were a thing back in the day. So like a little spanking, it wasn't even hard. It was literally what we would give a friend a pat on the back, you know, today or a shot in the, in the back of the bum. If you're playing softball and they score and you give them a little tap, it was literally nothing. We feared them because they were our parents. So now we're Christmas just around the corner. All this, all these memories come up. Nostalgia, it's nostalgia. And speaking of nostalgia, they came on a couple of months ago. I thanked them from the bottom of my heart. Les Delis Lafrenet. This is a family I also knew when I was a kid. I grew up with this family. The, the original owners of Les Delis Lafrenet, they were delivering milk to my house. They, they were delivering milk. They used to deliver milk before they took off. With their bakery, I believe the original bakery was called uh, Milano Bakery, if I'm not wrong. And then it, they turned it into this thing, Les Delices Lafrenet, which is, it's known everywhere now. The best pastries, the best cakes. You've purchased their stuff at Costco too. They've got it all. They, they went from that one bakery shop and doing what they did. I, I mentioned delivering milk back in the day. My mom remembers, my mom used to tip them like 25 cents at the time, 5 cents, 10 cents. We, this is the generation I'm talking about. We had milk delivered to our doors back in the day in bottles. That's how we grew up. That's why we're tough. We're built Ford tough. And Edelis Lafrenet continues to dominate in the Montreal area with five great locations, including the original in St. Leonard on Lafrenet. That's where the name came from. Rosemere, Point Claire, Montreal West, and the newly expanded store in Brossard. It's the holiday season. As you're getting ready for Christmas, you're listening to this podcast on its release date, December 22nd. You got a couple of days. I know uh, you're eagerly looking for Christmas gifts, last-minute Christmas gifts. If you're like me, you wait till the last minute. I, it's not because I don't care. It's just the way I am. I'm a, I'm a procrastinator. And so don't leave your desserts to the last minute but you'll know they'll be open right until the last minute go check them out at their five montreal locations and get hooked up with christmas logs panettone they've got it all it's les delices lafrenet so yeah so that's why our generation is just tougher and these generations coming up it's not their fault it's it's the fault of of, of my generation and the older generations who have treated, who have made th these kids so weak, right? They're afraid of everything. And I don't even have to mention what we went through in the, in the first few years of uh, this decade that made them even weaker. We just traumatized a whole generation of kids. And so since I started talking about Christmas, I was setting up the the images of Christmas when you were growing up and how much it meant to you as a kid. Christmas really is for kids, but what we forget is Christmas is also for adults. Christmas is, for, is a time when if you haven't been getting along with a family member, you got to try a little bit harder. If you haven't seen a parent as much 
maybe your parents are getting on your nerves they're getting older they're just they care they're just getting older we're all going to be there one day sit down with a parent talk to them anything they want to share with you you're not going to have this time forever we all need to do this and not only that talk to them about what's going on now in their lives and how they're feeling a lot of them have anxiety at this time of the year they know they're getting older as i mentioned we're all going to be there one day and one of the things that is the toughest at this time of the year is loneliness especially the elderly feeling lonely let's not let them be lonely or feel lonely christmas to me was always about the food the cookies my my grandmother was from the south from puglia from body she made these incredible cookies that's the taste i still have in my mouth so whatever traditions you have doesn't matter where your family is from even if your family they're a bunch of cakers from canada I know that might offend some people, but I, I don't care. It, that's okay. You have caker traditions too. And there are things I love having grown up Canadian. I'm part caker because even though I'm fully 100% Italian, my passport is Canadian and I grew up here. And my wife, my wife is, is, is a caker. There's a lot of things my wife makes and, and prepares that I don't want her to prepare Italian products. I don't. Because I eat that, that stuff all the time and I love it and she'll never... <laughs> duplicate it so it's like you know what stuff make your stuff because you're amazing the other day she made something so incredible and it's like this is something i wouldn't italians would never eat it was it was great and she prepared it and she goes is that okay and i go okay it was awesome and it's it that's what i want and i don't want her preparing italian recipes i got we got that covered whatever her background may be and even if that background is only Canadian, and for her it's not. She has Jamaican in her, and she has Denmark in her, and of course now she has Italian in her. <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere. The holiday season, Christmas, is so special. It brings up the smells, you know, everything. It just reminds you. I get so nostalgic at this time of the year. So look, I want to thank you so much for being here in 2023. I'm not done yet. I have a bonus podcast coming up, previously unreleased podcast via YouTube. It was released via audio. It was never released via YouTube. I've got that coming up next week. A special Boxing Day edition of the Drive-By Podcast too. We're going to unbox things coming up on Tuesday. But before we hit Christmas, the last time I'll be able to say this before Christmas arrives in a few days. Thank you for being there. On the other side, thank you for always supporting the Drive-By Podcast. I wish you and your family a Joyeux Noël, Merry Christmas. Whatever holiday you're celebrating with you and your family, make it a good one. Make it a safe one. Ubers are everywhere. Don't get into a car after you've had, well, after you've had any drinks. I was going to say, after you've had a few drinks. Uh, no, no drinks. You're not supposed to be getting into a vehicle. That's another thing back in the day. Back in the day, before any of this became law, people were driving on the roads. That's another thing. You had to deal with drunk drivers when drunk driving wasn't even a thing. You were playing Frogger. I mean, the world has changed so much, and for the better, let's be honest. Wishing you the best. Eat lots, and then start working out first week of January. Please five-star this podcast if you enjoyed it on Spotify or review or comment. Some people wonder why I say review or comment. That's on Apple. If you listen on Apple Podcasts and you haven't reviewed yet, please do so. Yes, I'm speaking to you if you haven't done it. 
as many podcasts as you listen to, now's the time. Please, you have some extra time during the holidays. Who has extra time, Frank? I'm cooking. I'm receiving, as we say in Italian. We're hosting people. Who has time? Okay, before you go to bed and you're scrolling on Instagram, go on Apple and please review or comment and check out any of the past episodes on YouTube, including that bonus episode I mentioned coming next week on the Drive-By Podcast. I'm Freeway Frank. Ho, ho, ho. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace. Space.